G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. When we talk about the ways that Christian mission reaches out around the world, there's always excitement to hear of missionaries on the ground and the formation of churches in unreached people groups. And let's not underestimate the power of radio in reaching out into remote communities and poor nations around the world. Kevin Keegan is National Director of the radio ministry called FEBC. He's been visiting Africa of recent times, the nation of Malawi, one of those landlocked nations with borders with Tanzania, Mozambique and Zambia. And a lot of poverty, a lot of hardship, and yet radio does a wonderful job reaching out to people in those communities. Kevin Keegan's joining us. Hello, Kevin. Welcome along to 2020. It's great to be here, Neil, and it's always great to talk about what FEBC is doing through the world. You only recently, Kevin, got back from Malawi, and it's one of those locations. I mean, FEBC covers such a huge expanse of the the world's populations. Uh, But you went there into Malawi. What sort of difference does it make to have Christian radio in those remote communities? Well, let me say, Neil, when I first went there, our director in Malawi told me that throughout Malawi, there he visits 850 listener groups. Now, I have to tell you, when when he first told me that, I'm thinking 850. Like, uh, have you got your number right? Yes, 800, at least 850. And then I said, well, how many would be in a listener group? And he said to me, there would probably be 20, 50 to 60 perhaps, even some groups up to 100. And so I'm doing the maths in my head and I'm thinking, you're talking like many thousands of people. So part of my part of this visit was to put my feet on the ground to see the effect, to see how is God working through these listener groups in Malawi and there's no doubt about it. I, I would suggest there is far, far more than 850 listener groups. We spent three days there. We probably visited seven locations, and we would have seen over 1,500 people in those uh, various locations of listener groups coming together. And so you've got people in villages. Uh, there's no visiting ministries. Uh, telecommunications is at a minimum. And people have the radio. And so solar radios. They have solar radios and they pick up FEBC and they're able to grow and be discipled and be encouraged according to what goes over the airwaves. And, and through. So we, we delivered there. We would, a, a listener group is, is a group of people who will listen around a radio. So there may only be one or two radios and that's why this group comes together so they can listen together. And then when we go, we not only provide them with additional solar radios, but also solar talking Bibles so that they can continue to grow and learn the Word of God through the talking Bible. And our director in Malawi actually did the translation for the talking Bible. 
So when these people listen to the to the Bible and see this man in in real life, it's like it's the man in the Bible, the celebrity. And, uh, <laughs> so what we have is no electricity, and so the need for a solar radio for a solar Bible. This is a lifeline for people in these villages. Absolutely, and the people that we're reaching in Malawi, the areas that we go, we're we're reaching the Yao people there. They're an unreached people group. They're a they're a, a Muslim people group. And this is a, this is quite a sacrifice for them, a, a stand for them. They they forego a few benefits that they would normally have if they didn't turn to Jesus, because part of the strategy in other ways is people come and give out maize for them to remain as followers, and for them to understand what the Word of God is saying and make a stand in their life. For a poor people who are subsistence livers is even a far greater sacrifice. And what you're talking about there is Muslims who are supplying the food to encourage people to remain committed. But you're finding that so many people are actually choosing to follow Christ and even turn their back on their original religion. They're looking for a hope that is real. They're looking for a purpose in living, and it's a very humbling experience to go there. It's, it's, it's quite wonderful to see how they teach. They often use song to teach. The older women are like the elders of the village, and they actually dance and storytell through their, their movements, and they teach the younger generation. They teach the young boys and the young girls through their dance and teaching, and these are lovely, godly women that are standing in the community. And so God is at work. You know, part of part of the great opportunity I have in sharing through the work of FEBC is to share how God is at work in the world. The uh, the leaders of the listener groups, I should say, are pastors, usually of, of mo- many churches. They may be AOG, Baptist, Presbyterian. They all work together. So we're not about creating churches through our listening groups. Groups, we're about empowering the church and giving voice to the church. So people hear the radio and they hear these messages and we call them together. We say, we're coming to an area. That was humbling. We're coming to an area to visit. Some of them got there a day before. And we, we come in and they're all um, singing and greet us. And, and then we're able to introduce them to the local pastor. And then the pastor encourages them to continue to listen so they continue to grow. So in that way, we work together. Kevin, how's the technology advances helping? I mean, obviously the solar radios, the solar Bible, but FEBC has been known now for many, many decades as the shortwave broadcaster that covers two-thirds of the face of the whole earth. There's been a few changes of recent times. How have things developed for you? So we always try to use the medium and the delivery platform that people listen to. In, in remote areas, the ethnic minority groups throughout Asia, they still only have access to shortwave. So we will continue to broadcast to provide them the opportunity to hear in their heart language. But in many other places of the world, we use FM radio. We buy airtime on, on major radio outlets so that we can provide messaging. Or we use now mobile applications where people can stream using their telephones. 
And oftentimes, uh, people are hearing this broadcast in their own language. And for smaller language groups, uh, they don't always have lots of access to radio in their language. Absolutely. And, and to hear it in their own, not only in their own language, but their own dialect at times. I often give the illustration when I speak around at places that people who have travelled overseas and they're in a foreign country with all foreign languages and they'll hear someone speak in English and their ears will prick up and they'll think, there's someone over there that speaks English and I can understand what they're saying. But they don't only pick up the English, they pick up whether it's American English or New Zealand English or UK English or Australian English. They pick up the dialect of that English. Well, when people are moving across the dial and they find something in their language and in their way of speaking, they immediately want to tune in and find out what are these people saying, even if it's against what they have been understood or grown up in their belief. Kevin Keegan is our guest. He's National Director of the radio ministry called FEBC. Uh, just back from a visit to Malawi in Africa, and we're talking about FEBC, getting a little insight into the way things are developing. Lots more stories to tell. We're back with more in just a short while. Taking some time to reflect on how Christian radio influences people around the world in nations that are poor nations, nations where there are so many villages, people don't even have electricity. We've been hearing about solar-powered radios and solar-powered Bibles. Kevin Keegan is our guest. He's National Director of the radio ministry called FEBC. He's recently back from a trip to Africa, but he's across a lot of the things that are happening with FEBC around the world. Let's go to another part of the world. And I remember there was tragedy not that long back in the nation of Ukraine. Yes, that's right. That was a very difficult time for you, Kevin, and dealing with that because you even lost some staff to a, what was a terror incident. Well, vo- volunteers, really. We, we Many of the people that work with FEBC are pastors or volunteers who give over their time. And yes, that was a very sad situation. However, the work continues in Ukraine and continues to grow. And there are new stations opening up in the Ukraine which are hungry to hear the messages that we are able to broadcast that give hope to people, that give life change to people, that empower people. And so that is continuing to take place in the Ukraine, as it is indeed in Russia. In in recent times in, in Russia, some of our AM licenses were removed and we went online with a mobile app and we have even an increased listenership. So we try to use whatever delivery platform people will hear the best. Tell us about places where it is especially difficult to do Christian broadcasting. Nations like Pakistan, you've got an influence in Pakistan. That's not an easy place to broadcast, a very Islamic-dominated nation. So our heart is to reach the unreached, the forgotten, the least reached, the hardest to reach. In Pakistan, I recently visited there and I was trying to, to understand how, how do you do broadcasts here in such a country? Because to mention the name of Jesus or to mention Bible passages by chapter and verse, not only would they be taken off, that might be far worse results. 
So one of the broadcasters said, well, one of our programs, Kevin, is a program called Thought for the Day. What's Thought for the Day? Well, we read a proverb or we read a psalm. And we say, we want you to reflect on this thought for the day. And he said, you'd be amazed at the number of calls or SMS or Facebook posts that will say, that was a really cool thought for the day. Where did you get that from? And of course, then we can enter into a personal dialogue with people and take them on a journey. So that is just one example. Other places, we have to be very wise in the way that we present and we respect. We respect governments. They, they understand where we're coming from and we try to work in a way that empowers people, that builds community, but that also has opportunity for us to take people on a journey to find Jesus. Some challenges in the nation of India where they've had a rising Hindu nationalism. Uh, you're broadcasting into India. What sort of special things do you have to take care of in your broadcasts there? Well, again, we have to respect the fact that it is a Hindu country and you're exactly right. The With the Prime Minister, there is an increased nationalism, uh, Hinduism, and Sadly, like in all of these countries, whether it be in, in countries in the West or in other parts of the world, people can jump on board and become very militant in their ideas. And therefore, there is more opposition against Christians in India today. There is persecution. There is times of burning churches. There is various things that are happening. Now, our programs in India are programs that particularly try to deal with, with women and the attitudes of men towards women. Women and children are probably the most or are the most persecuted and downtrodden peoples of our world. So our Indian broadcasts deal with numerous issues, whether they be dowry issues, child marriage, child labor, sex trafficking, seeking to bring transformation in society. And that's step by step. We don't do that alone. Again, we work with the local church. We work with other mission agencies. We all work together on the ground whether it's World Vision or TIER or OMF or SIM or Wycliffe or all those wonderful missions that God continues to utilize well, we're a part of his body and we use media to work together to get into the places where people can't get, but we can connect people to. And there is, I imagine, the elite level, people who are educated and wealthy and have access to all sorts of other media. But when you're reaching out to the poor, when you're reaching out to people who don't have substance, they still have a radio. And there is a way that you reach out uh, which embraces the poor. And that's a very biblical sentiment, isn't it? Yeah, very much so. And and. But it's not only it is it is the poor in these communities because they do gather around a radio. I remember the last time I was in India, I went into a slum area with a associate pastor. She's a very bright woman. She has a master's in early childhood studies. She teaches children in the slum, but she is one of our broadcasters on our Indian program. The Indian program only airs for fifteen minutes three days a week, and when I'm there. I was asking, how do you know to listen to this? And one of the women talked and she was interpreting and she said, Kevin, they say, quick, the radio program, it starts, it starts, come, come. And they call all the people into this little hut in this slum area and they all listen together to the radio and uh, they learn and they grow in that way. 
Kevin, let's talk about Aussies for a few moments because Aussies are not listening to FEBC. In fact, being a nation like we are, it's not necessarily uh, a place where you'll necessarily be reaching out. But when we talk about two-thirds of the world being covered, we're talking about almost every other nation on earth. What do you hope that Aussies who hear your stories, who understand something about reaching out to people who are in poorer nations, what do you hope that they'll do to support the work of FEBC? I'm hoping that people would understand that media is a powerful platform that God wants to use in powerful ways. And it is a medium that still gets through into the hardest to reach, the least rich, the poorest of people. My prayer is that people would not only come to understand who FEBC is and the way that God is using FEBC, but to support that work prayerfully, to support that work in in understanding, going to our website, finding out what we do, and to be encouraged. Because just as people utilize media here in Australia, whether it be on their mobile phones, whether it be listening to the radio in the car, whether they're listening to a radio as they do their work at home or in the workshop, people are doing that too overseas. But it is the only opportunity that they hear. There are no local bookstores. There are no perhaps... uh, outreach groups that, that meet together or, or men's sheds or knitting clubs, and but they'll listen to a radio. And we want people to understand that we work together in the kingdom of God and media is a powerful way of reaching the world, many of whom are still to hear the gospel for the very first time. And how can they hear unless someone tells them? It's as though there are forgotten people in every nation and especially in poorer nations. And while they might seem like they slip through the cracks with even missionary outreach that might be quite uh, sophisticated, it's radio that picks up the gaps and people who are poor in their village can listen to the radio. I want to point people to the FEBC website. You might like to find out some more about FEBC. You might not even heard of FEBC before, but they do a wonderful job broadcasting radio around the world, sometimes shortwave, sometimes AM, sometimes FM, and of course, as we've heard, online platforms too. febc.org.au to find out some more details, Kevin Keegan is our guest. He is the National Director of FEBC. And, Kevin, thanks so much for giving us an update on how good things are going in different parts of the world. It's a great privilege. Always happy to be here. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.